Good morning. Today is Monday, April 26, 2021. Today is Pesach Sheni, which is the 14th day of the month of Iyar, one month after Erev Pesach, and during the time when the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple, was standing in Jerusalem, this was an opportunity for a second chance. If a person had a legitimate reason why on Pesach they could not be in Jerusalem to offer the Karban Pesach, the Paschal offering, as they were supposed to do, because what was supposed to happen is every single Jewish person in Israel was supposed to gather in Yerushalayim for this celebration. If a person had a legitimate reason why they were not able to do so at the proper time, there was a second chance. There was a makeup. One month later, they would offer the carbon Pesach and have a Pesach Seder on this date, uh, the 14th of Iyar. Practically speaking, we do not have the original carbon Pesach, so therefore this day Pesach Sheni does not have very much practical significance, but it is a day on the Jewish calendar, and it certainly is a day to take note of and to learn certain lessons about what it means. And specifically, what I want to discuss with you this morning is this idea of a second chance. I'm not familiar with any other mitzvah in the Torah where there is a second chance. Uh, there's no such thing that if... Um, if on Sukkos I didn't have a chance to use a lulav and esrog, a month later I have a chance and I can make it up. If on Shabbos I was not able to observe Shabbos, uh, on Wednesday I get to make it up. There's no such thing. There is no other mitzvah to my knowledge where there is such a second chance. And why should there be a second chance, Pesach Sheni, for this mitzvah, even though there is for no other mitzvah? And let's answer this question by asking another question. When we study Talmud or Talmudic literature in general, we ask questions and we give answers. The goal of the study is not just to arrive at the answer. The goal of the study of Talmud is to develop our thinking process, to, to develop the way that our minds work. So we don't only analyze the answers, we also analyze the questions. And this is known as a Hava Amina. Hava Amina could be translated as, what were you thinking? In other words, what are the set of assumptions that led you to that question? And in Talmudic discussion, we will often ask, what was the Havamina of the question? Besides what the answer is, leaving aside what the answer is, but what was the Havamina? What were the assumptions that you had that led you to ask that question separate from whatever the answer to that question is? That's a, 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 an essential part of Talmudic study and an essential part of training our minds in how to think. So let me share with you the following question. This is a lesson that we learn 
It's actually in Mechilta, which is not the Talmud, but it's part of Talmudic literature. And it relates to a verse, a Pusik, in the Parsha Bo, discussing the holiday of Pesach. And the Pusik says as follows, V'chi yagur itcha ger, v'asa Pesach, when there shall be a convert who converts to Judaism, that person shall observe Pesach. The verse goes on to say, and the person who converts will be just as the same, just the same as a person who was born Jewish. So, the Mechilta asks the following question. When the verse says, a person who converts to Judaism should observe Pesach, you might think what that means is on the day that they convert whenever it is during the year. Let's say in the middle of the summer, a person converts to Judaism. If you look at the simple meaning of the first part of the verse, when there shall be a convert who converts to Judaism, they should observe Pesach. You might think, the verse means to teach you that if a person converts to Judaism, let's say in the middle of summer, the first thing they should do on the day that they convert should be to observe the Pesach Seder. That's what you might think, says the Mechilta. The Mechilta says, no, that's not correct, because the verse continues, when a person converts to Judaism, they should observe Pesach, they should be like every other citizen, meaning every other person who was born Jewish. Meaning, just like a person who was born Jewish observed Pesach in its correct date, so too a person who converts to Judaism doesn't observe Pesach on the first day after the conversion. They observe Pesach when Pesach comes for everybody else, like everybody else. Okay, that's the discussion in the Mechilt. So now let's ask a question about the Havamina. Why would the Mechilta, why would our rabbis, our Talmudic rabbis, have even thought to ask this question? I mean, again, a person who converts to Judaism, let's say in the middle of the summer, there's no suggestion that they should, uh, I don't know, take a lulav, an esrog, or sit in a sukkah. There's no uh, suggestion that if they happen to convert on, on, on Wednesday, that they should immediately observe Shabbos. Why in the world would you think that a person who converts in the middle of the year should observe Pesach out of all the mitzvahs? Why would you choose this one to think a person should observe out of its correct time until you have this other verse that tells you not to do that? Now, the answer to this question is going to be the answer to our question about Pesach Sheni. And the answer to this question that I would like to suggest is as follows. There is another verse in that, in that Parsha Bo talking about the laws of Pesach. And the Pesach says as follows. By Yikra Moshe Lechol Ziknei Yisrael, and Moshe called to all the elders of Israel. Remember, this is while they're still in Egypt, but they are about to go out. So this is Moshe commanding the Jewish people about how to observe that first Pesach in Egypt. And the next day they were going to leave. Moshe called to the elders of Israel, and he said to them, Mishchu 
Get ready, I'm, I'm paraphrasing first, get ready to offer the carbon Pesach, the Paschal offering, and to prepare the first Seder. Let's look at the words. Mishchu ukechu. Now, literally, those words we mean mishchu, pull, like pull something towards you, ukechu, and take. The words pull towards you and take are a little bit redundant. The simple way to understand it is if you're going to have an animal that you're going to offer as an offering that will be the centerpiece of the Seder meal, the carbon Pesach, first you have to take hold of it to designate it and then you will use it as the offering. That is the simple meaning of this redundant term, mishchu ukechu, pull and take. All right. But our rabbis in the Talmud have a deeper understanding, and this is something that is expresses a very, very significant moment. Mishchu, our rabbis say, means pull yourselves away from serving idols, ukechu, and connect yourself to serving God. In other words, the first Pesach Seder was the exact moment of the creation of our national identity. It is the moment when we drew away from the practice of all the other nations of the world who might have served other gods, and we drew ourselves close to a people defined as a people who serve God. The moment that that happened was that first Pesach Seder. Mishchu, pull, means pull yourself away from, in other words, forsake all that came before and all that characterized every other people at that time, ukechu, and embrace God as one God who we as a people serve. Pesach is the fundamental genesis of Am Yisrael, of the Jewish people. That's the moment of the creation and the birth of the Jewish people. Not like every other mitzvah. The mitzvah of Lulav, the mitzvah of sitting in a sukkah, or every other mitzvah, that comes later. After we are already a people, after we are already defined as Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people. So then God gives us various commandments. But Pesach was the moment, the genesis, where that identity is created. And that's the reason it makes sense that when a person converts to Judaism, whatever time of the year it is, the first act that they should perform as a convert to Judaism, you might think, at their genesis, 
as part of the Jewish people, at the moment that their identity is transformed into becoming an integral part of Am Yisrael, the Jewish people serving one God, forsaking all the others and joining the service of one God as part of the people Israel, you might think that they should experience immediately the exact same experience as the identical transformation of the entire Jewish people at the original Pesach. That would make sense. That's the Havamina. That is the assumption that goes into the question that maybe a person who converts to Judaism, let's say in the middle of the summer, should observe Pesach right away. Okay, so the Talmud goes on to say, but that's not correct because the end of the verse teaches that the person who converts to Judaism should observe Pesach just like every person who is born Jewish. So that's not the conclusion. But that Havamina, that assumption that led to the conclusion will also explain today, the 14th of ER, Pesach Sheni, the second Passover for all Jews. Because for a person who wants to be part of the Jewish people, what happened to them on the first Pesach when the temple was standing? You have a Jewish person and something happened on the first day of Pesach. There was another mitzvah that took priority. There was some legitimate reason that they were not able to observe Pesach in its right time. They didn't do anything wrong. They weren't negligent. They weren't careless. There was some other obligation that took priority at that time. For that person, there must be a second chance. But only for this mitzvah. There doesn't need to be a second chance for, let's say, the mitzvah of lulav or sitting in a sukkah or blowing a shofar. If you couldn't hear the sound of the shofar in Rosh Hashanah and you had a legitimate reason, okay, fine. So you legitimately did not have that opportunity. So you'll have opportunity the next year. But here, with the mitzvah Pesach, there must be a way for every single Jewish person to proclaim to reconfirm their identity. Because without that identity, who are we? What are we? And that's the significance of Pesach Sheni. That's the reason that this is the only example of a second chance to make up a mitzvah. We do not have this ritual today. But even without the ritual of the second Pesach, we can still use this day to contemplate and appreciate our identity as part of Am Yisrael, of the Jewish people, and our need on an ongoing basis to reconfirm that identity. That should be part of the intellectual work that we do on this day. My friends, I want to wish you all a very happy Pesach Sheni. I hope you have a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.